Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. Today, we are here to talk about what lifting and life looks for us, looks like for us now that our meat season is over. Um, we kind of have said we don't have any intentions to train for a while now, which is fine. It takes a lot of time and energy to get ready for a meet. It sure does. So what is, how do things differ from in season to out of season for us? I think is a fun thing to share with other people. Uh, well, I'm happier. Um, <laughs> our husbands are happier. Our husbands are happier. Um, no, we, even though we're not in a meet, we do definitely still participate in a lot of meets and keep ourselves integrated into the uh, family and community. Uh, our coach is the state chair for where we're at. And he also owns a meat running business with a partner that put on a lot of the meets in our state. So we help out a lot at those meets, um, spotting, loading. I've helped him, you know, handle and coach some of his athletes. If he has to be a ref that day, or if he's super busy that day, but you and I definitely still integrate ourselves into the powerlifting community. Yeah, that's, and that's, what's fun. I mean, it's fun to take it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. It's also really fun because there's zero stress about showing up that day and just come as you are, lift some weights onto the bar, help some people back up. Um, <laughs> my favorite part, like if I'm helping out at a meet and I, I mean, our coach feeds us, feeds the spotters and loaders and it's always delicious food and towards like certain seasons of the year, I will bring my own food. If I'm really trying to watch my diet right now, there's a meat coming up. Like I'm good. I'm eating it. I'm going to eat a donut for breakfast. They always bring donuts. Like I'm good. I'm just so picky. I know you are. So I'm that's, not. And that's, <laughs> that's my thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I do that in other fronts where like, I, it's a guarantee. I know that I'm going to like this food. Yep. No guarantees for me. Yeah. Um, lunch might be a little different, but gosh, they get really good donuts. So, um, it's like, it's super nice when we have our, like when we're competing, I just know that all of those boys are helping are scarfing down donuts. And I want to punch them in the face because I want the donut. I know. I mean, and we can see like when we had our mate, we could see the food tables. Yeah. Tables. Yeah. And it's, I mean, they're covered. These tables are covered in food. They ran out of food by our session because they had the high school boys helping and didn't compensate for how much high school kids eat. So they ran out of food and had to go buy more food. I was like, what? But I mean, from a, like from a lifter perspective, even from as a, as a coach perspective myself, it's fun to watch powerlifting needs. It's fun to be involved. The community is so fun in powerlifting. And I like helping. Yeah. I, I love the zero stress helping. Yeah. I really like, especially when you're spotting and loading, 
here's the thing. I think it's really important if you're going to be in a sport and you're going to be, I don't think you have to like be a part of every aspect. If you're just going to like do this as a fun way to train and stay fit, but you and I are pretty in this community. And I think it's very important if you're going to take something this seriously and you're going to compete a lot to know all aspects of it, know what it takes to run a meet so you can appreciate it more. Um, I helped out at a meet before I even competed in a meet, which meant moving all of our gym equipment to set up space, moving it back, cleaning it, spotting and loading. I am not a ref um, yet. You're not a ref, but I think that'd be a fun aspect. Just one to know rules to know what goes into them being there. They're taking their time to help with the meet. Um, We'd have to ref on the same platform. Correct. Second way that you blow you. We can hold hands. Oh, we're a little far away. I don't know if we can do that. That's what I was thinking. Blow kisses. We can be a dual head ref. Are you going to sit on my lap? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, but I, I honestly have one. It's a lot less stress, but I have more fun helping out at meets. You get to be on the platform when you're spotting and loading. So you get to, you have the best view, right? Mm-hmm. Besides refs. Yeah. Um, and I really just like to watch and help out and, I know the stress that these athletes are going through. So calm them down in any way if I can. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get into some of the things that we're doing lifting wise now. Um, Cause we are, we do still train. It's not like we are totally off of powerlifting. We are still training our, our big three lifts. We do incorporate some fun quote fun to our coach, maybe not always to us exercises, and now it's really time to fix, fix our issues, make some corrections. Um, yeah, we definitely take what we learn from the meet and focus on what we need to fix with our form, what we need to fix with where we want to be at next year. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I know for me, I'm, we're working on squat and bench positioning a little bit. If you hear a man breathing heavily, that's my husband <laughs> just came into the screen to um, yeah. Jordan. Check on you guys. Okay. This is your debut on the podcast here. Yeah, you're going to be on the podcast. No, but they're going to hear your voice. No, we are not. <laughs> Back to fixing some of our issues. Yeah, fixing some of our issues. I'm working some positioning for the bar for my squats. I'm working on <clears throat> how to bench with less pain. And how's that, how's that going? Ask me on Saturday. Okay. Uh, you know, it's like during the lift, it's getting better. Yeah. Day following is really not great. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a work in progress. I think like if it's not hurting the day out, that means it has to be getting a little bit better. Yes. So we would like, we would like you to not be a gangster Quasimodo the next day, but we did have gangster quasi, uh, come out during church where I just sat in the pew. Imagine somebody with like 
left shoulder up to left ear, leaned back into the pew. Um, that's gangster quasi. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. That was you. Um, I am trying to fix my deadlift because apparently I don't know how to do it anymore. Um, yeah. It's just frustrating. Like. I didn't get that at all on Monday. No, not at all. Um, I think, I think the hard part is like you do so well out of meat. Like we both did really, really well out of meat. And then you, uh, suck after and you're like, wait a second. I think it's now, and our coach is great at noticing things. Yeah. And now it's just making corrections that make you stronger. Yep. It's really, really mentally hard. I mean, I think of me for squats, like changing my bar position feels terrible. Right. Um, and like the weights are lighter. So you're like in there. And so it's harder. Like this right. feels awful. Like right. how did I just feel fine two months ago? And okay. now it's like, this is awful. This is terrible. Well, and here's the thing. All of these issues were obviously going on when we were in meat prep, but that's not the time to change them. So you're just working with what you got. Yeah. I mean, we were lowering the bar position. We're changing my arms. Like that's way too much to change. There are little tweaks that we make in prep of, you know, tighten up at the top a little bit better. Um, How you create pressure in your upper body while underneath the bar, like those things you tweak, but like actual form changes, unless it's like ride or die. I mean, you you have to leave it. Right. Unless he looks at you and goes, you will die under the bar if this is what you do at the meet, which then we're probably not um, going into a meet. So yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. And like you said, the weight is lighter, but it feels harder because you're completely changing up things. And you're like, what is, what is this? Why this should be easy. Um, but I digress out of the gym. No, let's just like, make sure to hammer the point that like the amount of hamstring work we are doing. I'm really sorry. That's my fault. Yeah. And I I mean, I understand he's trying to do this for me so that it can help my back overall, Yeah, but my hamstrings are just ropes these days. Thank you. You're welcome. If my legs, if the back of my legs don't look like I'm smuggling babies all the time, I'm going to be really upset. I'm sorry. I've never heard that term before. Really? Do mine look like that? No. But you know how I'm like really, really quad dominant? Like, yeah. You're like really, really hamstring dominant? Correct. You don't, I mean, they're not like baby sized, but they're like melons. (laughs) I can live with melons. Okay. Um, from all this work, I better have some melon sized hamstrings. I mean, I better have baby sized hamstrings if that's what you're going for. Yeah. But okay. So out of the gym, we live in the wonderful state of Minnesota where this is like our eighth winter we're going on. Okay. I've been on my motorcycle this summer or not this summer, this spring winter-ish already because it got to like 56 degrees. It was beautiful. The snow was gone. 
since then it has snowed four times. Yeah. It was snowing this morning. Yeah. So Uh, my wonderful husband that you just heard, um, woke up and said, I'm really sorry, but it snowed. It's currently snowing. Yep. And I was like, I hate you. Yeah. But we do try to do more things outside. We do. Like this. Because we don't compete in the summertime, it gives us, and this is kind of like why I like not competing in the summertime. Cause I really like to get outside. I like to do more things, um, and not keep myself focused in the gym during a meet. Like I am focused in the gym getting like in the summertime in Minnesota, you, it's not very long. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be outside as much as possible. Yeah. So if I'm going to give up some of my gym time so I can do stuff outside, I'm fine with that. And I do that in the summertime. Yeah, I agree. If we go, I like dog parking. I like paddleboarding. I like walks. I like going to cabins. Like there are a lot of things that I enjoy doing outside that, I mean, to have a meet on a Saturday means like I can't go to the cabin and that's, you know, those things are hard to, you know, I gave them up for so long being a softball player, being a softball coach. Now I really do enjoy doing those things. Yep. Um, My husband and I really like to do like obstacle course races in the summertime. I'm not doing that if I'm getting ready for a meet because chances are that I get hurt or pretty big. So is is your husband going to do one this summer? I don't know. I asked him because we didn't do any. We haven't done any since the pandemic because they were, I mean, they were canceled for a year. I'd really like Um, to watch him participate. He's actually really good. He's really good at like embracing pain and knowing that it's going to be over. So it's fine. And I'm like, is that, that is that how he handles your marriage to you? Oh, am I a painful <laughs> marriage? No, but you, you just served it up so well. I had to. Oh my God. Yeah. He knows our marriage is going to be over soon. Cause he's going to die. <laughs> this is guys first and last podcast ever. Oh my gosh. Um, no. He's just really good at that stuff. Like he's done go rucks. He's, you know, and he just embraces things so well. Um, so I asked him, I said, are we doing any obstacle course races this summer? And he said, probably not. We both have motorcycles now. So he would rather go on rides, which is fine. Like, yeah, yeah. I still get my exercise in through the powerlifting and we do go like bike riding, like pedal riding um, together and a lot more walks and maybe runs with the dogs. So yeah. Outside of that, I mean, there's a lot of physical things that we do, but mm-hmm. we both run our own businesses. Yeah. And I am the first to admit that when it's me time, my, I wouldn't say my business suffers. It's just, I have to do the most critical task and that's about it. Yeah. Now I can do a lot more things. Like we just ran a huge birthday month promotional, all these events, all these fun things. We run pretty much either a promotional or a challenge every, every month. So now I get to do those things and can enjoy and grow that side of the business and do more of that. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we both run businesses. I definitely do the bare minimum. Like what is the day-to-day that has to get done for the business to stay running? And then after meets, I catch up on everything else. Um, 
we were looking to build and expand and that would not be able to happen during a meet prep. So now is the time to do that. Um, you know, last week we were super, super busy. I missed a day of training and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Not preparing for anything. So if I was in meat prep, I would not be able to miss it. I, I could miss a day. Could I? Absolutely. I would make it happen, but it wouldn't be ideal. Um, so right now, if I need to miss a day, there's no, no guilt about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's worried about it. Um, so I, I mean, personal life just kind of gets put back on the front burner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is, you know, it's a, it's fun and it makes me prep doable. Like by the time you get back to it, you're excited for it. Yep. And by the time, I mean, vice versa, like the beginning of the year, end of year as a, as a gym owner, really busy times. So to then go to like shift to meat prep focus after that is great. Cause it takes my mind off of it. Yep. Come with fresh ideas, come energized, motivated for it. Like you get excited for those new things when you have different things at different times for focus. Yeah. Um, I know we have a meet in October called monsters bash. It's probably our biggest, most popular meet that our coach runs at our gym. Um, it's two days long. It's always during the end of October. So sometimes it's on Halloween, which is super fun. The shirts are always super fun. I mean, everything it's like, everybody comes to do this meet, right? Yeah. So I know there's one of the guys in the gym who keeps saying you should do monsters. You should do monsters. And here's the thing as much fun as it would be to participate in the meet. Like I said earlier, it's really fun helping out at that meet. I get to like experience the entire meet. I'm not nervous during it. I get to help out. Um, but it's also October. So it's coming off of the end of Minnesota summer and fall. Um, the fair is in August. My birthday's in September. Our aunt, our wedding anniversary is in October. Like those, that two and a half month stretch is a really big like celebration time for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not on my game nutrition wise. Like I'm not completely off of it, but there is more cheat days than I should have in a meat prep. So it's not ideal. And I, and I told him that and he was like, oh, you could do it. I'm like, could I? Absolutely. I could definitely make weight. I yep. could not eat for a week and I could make weight. I would not be in a good position to do it. And if I'm going to put myself through that, I want to be the best that I can be. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm very happy with our once a year. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Speaking of the fair birthdays, anniversaries, nutrition wise, things do change for us as well. Yeah. I know I'm working real hard to get up to maintenance level calories again. It's been a fun struggle. Um, I'm somebody who just, when I get stressed, I don't eat when I get busy, I don't eat. So I'm working to change that pattern and working to eat more. Mm-hmm. Um, cause honestly, like even before this meet, when I wasn't cutting for the meat, I was still in a, in a mild deficit cause I just don't get enough food in, yeah. uh, but no, neither of us are in a cut any longer. We're, we're eating to eat. We're doing fun things with food. Mm-hmm. Sometimes fun things. If you ask Gretchen <laughs> currently in the carnivore diet 
you guys currently in? We are currently doing the carnivore diet this week. Next week, we'll make an episode and we'll update you on how our carnivore diet went and Jordan's egg cleanse. Look out, stanky coming. I know. Don't work out next to us next Monday. No, no. (laughs) Nutrition wise, it's also a fun time to enjoy foods as well and to Mm -hmm. just be like, I know the state fair is a long time out, but I think of, I mean, Easter is coming, right? I'm not doing anything for Easter, but it's a great time to like enjoy an Easter brunch, like Mm -hmm. to go out for birthdays. I've had a lot of Oreos in the last month. I mean, heck I was provided a lot of Oreos. I had a client make me two pans of different styles, brownies, both having Oreos in them. Like I'm eating them. Yeah. And I'm loving I love Dairy Queen in the summertime and it is, it is getting close. I can feel it. Um, it's, it's just nice to be like, do I want to eat this? Yeah, I do. And I can have some of it and not stress about if I'm going to make weight. You can come um, to Dairy Queen by my house. Ooh, we'll ride our bikes up there. I like to ride my bicycle. Um, we could walk there. I just want you to know. I know, but I can't walk to your house. Oh, I thought you were saying we could ride our bikes like you and I. Oh, I was, I was thinking about how Brian offered to go on a double date. So guy and I could ride our motorbikes up there and then we could walk to the Dairy Queen. As a non-motorcyclist, you need to remember that my first default with bike is pedal bike. Sure. <clears throat> Our motorbike. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, it's just fun to like not have to worry about it. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're still, it's not like we're like crazy. No. But there's zero stress. Exactly. Like, zero stress. I step on the scale just for the knowledge sake of it, not for the. It, it's like a boundary, like, whoop, yeah. like, okay, we did, we did the doozy. Yeah. It's not a punishment thing either. Like, oh, like it brings awareness to it. And it's like, it it reminds you to get back on track. It reminds you from letting one Dairy Queen trip turn into two, turn into three. Yep. Which is great. That's in my opinion, as a nutrition coach, that's the way, that's the relationship everyone should get to. Yeah. Um, Like we talked about, we get to do other activities. I like to explore other ways of exercise during this time. I really like swimming. I really like getting outside. Like we said, um, I have a couple of people that want me to go to like their group fitness classes and train with them for a day and check it out. I will never, I won't say never, but I'm not going to convert to some of these things. They're way too much cardio for me. Um, but it's fun to be able to go and do that with them and like, enjoy it and do stuff that they enjoy as well and be a part of it. Um, and not worry about what it's doing to my training. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We're, I mean, we are enjoying it. We love, uh, we love training for meets. We love preparing for meets. We love competing in meets, but we also love this time of life where it's not all about meets. It's not all about training and we get to do and explore the other things in our lives as well. Yeah. And I think it's just important to know, to know that balance.
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.